Hello, Hofstra fans, and welcome to this week's episode of The Director's Cut with Hofstra University Vice President and Director of Athletics, Rick Cole, Jr. Very special episode this week, as after we chat with Rick about the current events in Hofstra Athletics, we'll be joined by a very special student-athlete, Alex Masai of the Hofstra Cross Country and Track Program, as well as by his head coach, Vince Giambanco. We hope you enjoy this week's episode, and as always, go Pride. Hello, Hofstra fans, and welcome to the Director's Cut with Hofstra University Vice President and Director of Athletics, Rick Cole, Jr. We will be joined today's, on today's episode by a very special guest, Hofstra cross-country and track student-athlete, Alex Masai. But before that, we're joined by Rick. Welcome to the show, Rick. Glad to be here, Stephen, as always. Well, welcome to your show. I apologize. Um, Rick, before we join, it's a very long interview with Alex, so we're going to keep the opening kind of short here. Uh, he was very engaging. And it was an awesome interview. Uh, fans will really enjoy it. But uh, let's talk women's soccer. Hofstra uh, women's soccer wins a regular season. Just an, another more superlatives for Simon Ridioff and his team. What do you have to say? Uh, I think, you know, we enter um – we finished the regular season with a with a gutsy 2-1 win at William & Mary, right? And, you know, William & Mary does so much right in so many ways. Great institution, great member of the CAA. But soccer's a tricky sport, Stephen. You and I talk about this all the time, you know. And, and you know, from what I heard, it was a gritty win. And, and, you know, getting two wins on the road to finish the regular season, I think, preps us really well. But what do I think? I think it's... Um, I think it's a standard by which women's soccer is at, at Hofstra that they expect to perform um, at the highest level every time they take the field, whether that's a training session or, or a competition. And we're getting ready to go into, um, you know, the very fun part of, of what we do in college athletics, and that's the postseason. When, it, when we just talk specifically about athletics, you know, you work hard in the preseason to be ready for your non-conference season. You work hard in your non-conference season to prepare you for the CAA season. And then you need to perform in the CAC season, CAA season in order to earn that right in, in which we have to host the, you know, the championship. And speaking of hosting, the quarterfinals, which Hofstra won't be in, will be on Friday at Hofstra, uh, Elon versus North, uh, Northeastern. And then Sunday, Hofstra will play the winner of that game in the semifinals. And if Hofstra is victorious, they will then host uh, the other remaining team on the ninth here at Hofstra. Um, November is going to be a really exciting time here at Hofstra. Uh, with the start with postseason play for the fall teams, uh, will the volleyball season continuing forever? Uh, but basketball season gets underway. Uh, your thoughts as uh, Danielle and Joe with our men's and women's basketball programs get underway next week, Rick? Yeah, and, and you know those both programs have, as we've talked about, working very hard, and you know had a couple scrimmages which you know we've learned a lot from and have grown from and, and have been optimistic from. You know, we had our season ticket holders were able to come. Awesome in. event, wasn't it? Awesome event, packed house in the practice facility, watching our, our an inner squad scrimmage, and really, you know, giving us a chance to to reconnect and and see um, again our many supporters that are supporting the program. Um, you know, it's going to be a busy. Um, this is the best time of year. You know, I mean these these crossover seasons where we're hosting now the women's volleyball championship. The women's soccer championship, our men's soccer team will compete in the, in the postseason as well. Um, we're finishing up on some other sports. Cross country still going with the CAA championship, and we're kicking off basketball seasons. You know, it's a great time for college athletics and Hofstra athletics. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I can't wait. You know, we, we all work. Coaches work. Student athletes work. Staff works. The institutions work. And, and, and you're reminded every chance you get when you go watch your athletes 
what we do it for and why we do it as you watch them compete at the very highest level, giving everything they can. And uh, it was, uh, we recorded the Alex interview prior to this, but uh, that was a pretty awesome interview, wasn't it? It was fantastic. I mean, you, you know, not to step on my words that we talked about earlier, but, you know, you want to talk about a humble, amazing young man that just values the opportunity to run, the opportunity to compete, um, to be at Hofstra and a member of the Hofstra family. Um, I'm thrilled he was our first student-athlete guest, and we look forward to many more. Um, but and, and Vince does just a fabulous job. <clears throat> you know, Vince is so passionate about his um, student-athletes and building something special here, and we're, we're very lucky to have him. Well, Hofstra fans, uh, once again, you'll be joined shortly by our special guest, Alex Masai of the Hofstra cross-country and track program, and his head coach, Vince Giambanco. And we, we really hope you enjoy a, a real special interview with a really, really special Hofstra student-athlete. Rick, uh, as always, great chatting with you, and we talk to you again in a couple weeks. Looking forward to uh, a great couple of weeks, Stephen. Talk soon. And thank you, Hofstra fans. Go Pride. Hello, Hofstra fans, and welcome to the Director's Cut with Vice President and Director of Athletics Rick Cole, Jr. here at Hofstra University. Very special guest here today on the Director's Cut. We are joined by Hofstra cross-country and track student-athlete Alex Masai and his head coach, Vince Giambanco. Welcome, Alex. Thanks so much to be here. Welcome, Vince. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, uh, for those of you who don't know, Alex is one of our most successful student-athletes, and his story is an amazing one, and what he's done here at Hofstra in two years is really incredible. Uh, I think he's won three races this year already. He won the first-ever Hofstra student-athlete to win the CA championship a year ago. Uh, he hails from Kenya. Um, and he's just a, a wonderful representative of Hofstra University. Uh, Rick, uh, your opening thoughts on uh, really to be joined by a real special guest today. Um, Alex uh, is a joy to watch um, participate. I remember when I went out to the, um, um, the championship last year. And, um, you know, for those of you out there that have never been to a cross-country meet, it's an interesting sport to spectate because it's moving. And um, you don't realize at what pace these men and women keep um, as they go throughout their race, um, depending on the course, and every course is different. So we were across the field, and out comes Alex running. Now we have to try to get across the other field to get back to the finish line. And the excitement that we had, um, you know, we had tons of student athletes out there, students, coaches, staff. You know, we don't get to host um, events like this very often. Um, but what, what excites me most about having Alex, you know, join us today and, and as he represents us is, you know, he is a kind and humble and appreciative um, student athlete. And when you find people that excel, you know, like he is doing at Hofstra, it makes it that much more enjoyable when you get to meet and spend time with a, this young man who is um, um, just, you know, a great guy and, and a joy to be around. And, um, you can't see it on a podcast, but his smile lights up the room, and he, you know, um, you know, when we brought him... So does Vince's. <clears throat> well, Vince, we could have a lot of fun with this podcast with Coach Vince, but we're going to pause on that just because I think we're going to focus on the really good stuff first with Alex. Um, but Alex, we're, we're thrilled that you're here. I guess, um, you know, I'd like you to talk about, um, if you can, you, you come to Hofstra, you know, Obviously, you know, we're going to get to how great you are as a runner, but, you know, tell us, tell us your favorite thing about Hofstra and being at Hofstra. All right, so 
after to me like kind of special like i came here i didn't expect to meet so many people meet like new family being away like a thousand miles away from home came here by myself but when i came here i felt like a sense of family came made coach met the captain at that time alan it just like brought me together and i felt like at some point i have like brother like to take care of me i didn't have like something like communication phone for communication but i had people to talk to i had people to guide me take me to library take me to practice and just like that made me more like feel like i'm at home again and that from that like made my transition so so well and now like i feel like i'm at home here at hoshi we have many international student athletes maybe not as many that come from just a distance and maybe a remote area like you do can you talk about your coming from kenya and like what it was like the recruiting process with vince he actually went over there to recruit you right i saw like vince uh up into come came to kenya i was training while going to university in kenya more university and that time we met one on one we spoke and i felt like he was a kind of special guy it's like like his sense of humor at least somehow like he had that one on one skills so i felt like probably this is the best person to work with and he was open to me and when i came here i found like what was happy, what we talked about was probably coming to to be a true and like i was happy to be here with him though like recruitment process was like kind of hard went to junior college transferring was like hard the coach wanted to keep me there for a year of which we had signed that i was only going to stay there for a semester Oh, December comes, supposed like to move out from the dome to Hofstra, and then I was like kind of confused, but I was happy to be here, and then everything worked well. Vince, can, uh, following up on that, can you just talk about the recruiting process of somebody like Alex? I mean, you're not going to like New Jersey to uh, see, watch him at a high school. What, what was that like, and what, what was the experience for like for you going to uh, Kenya to recruit? So it was awesome. We had, uh, we had a bunch of friends from Kenya, you know, people we raced against in, uh, in college, and then we, we hosted a road race in my hometown. Um, and some, some of those guys like, kind of helped explain just, uh, you know, the different, different areas of Kenya, how to get around. Uh, and going there for the first time was amazing. You know, like we didn't really know what to expect, and luckily kind of... What, weren't you sick when you went there the first time? Or was that that trip or different? The second time got very sick. Yeah, the, the, that was, go, I, I was, I went to Alex's house that time. Um, and so the first time was really just even like learning uh, the geography, getting around a little bit. Um, I actually saw Alex from the first time uh, I was there. And uh, at that point, uh, I think he was maybe looking to go elsewhere. So we were really looking at, all right, like which other student athletes might be interested in Hofstra. Um, but what we took from the trip was like, man, the best kid that we saw this whole time uh, was Alex Masai. Like just watching him run. Um, watching him do that workout at Camerani Stadium, like you could see it right away. You see the smile on your face when talking about this. Yeah, it was just it was just so so obvious uh, that he had such a gift. Um, and one of the coolest things about it was like you know like he was just doing a workout, um, but a bunch of his siblings were on the side of the track. And this this track is at 8,000 feet altitude, uh, pretty much overlooking the sky. Uh, and a lot of like Olympic champions, world record holders are just you know casually working out at this track as well. Um, but to see like all his siblings just there like supporting him, cheering him on, you could tell that like running was something special to him. Uh, How many siblings do you have, Alex? I have nine siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that answer. Um, and uh, where are you in the where are you in the um, in the order of your oh, that last third to last? Yeah. <clears throat> so I have a question for you. See, see, so most of us don't understand. Um, you know, even when we watch 
I, I joke because I have such respect for swimmers, rowers, and runners, um, probably because I can't do any of the three very well. Um, you, most of my sports have always been focused around the ball. So, so when you go out for a light run, how many miles are in a light run? And what do you think you're running a mile at that pace for a light run? So most, most of the times when you mean light run, we don't really concentrate on the speed. We just concentrate on how your body feels. Like sometimes you may feel well after a workout, but sometimes you may, you may feel fatigued. So you just go according to what your body feels. Sometimes you may do 6.50 pace, sometimes 7.30, depending on how you feel. So we really concentrate on the clock. Sometimes you want to do one hour, 10 minutes, or one hour. So that's the main concern, not about like speed. So if, and when you're, when you're running, what's your, what's your fastest mile and what's your fastest race time? And what does that mean to, in the mileage comparison? So people in the States that when they say, hey, I'm going to go for a three-mile run or a five-mile run or a six-mile run, um, what, is, what is your fastest mile? And can you explain to the people out there who don't know cross-country very well, so when you run a race, how long is it and how, how fast are your miles? So when you run a race, like, the start point determines a lot. Like by the time you, you're on that start line, you just know you, what level of compet, competition you expect, what, lev, well, like what kind of people are there. So at the start, you just hope to be in front. Then you can like, control the race, control what people are doing. So like last week, I did the first mile was 435. So at that point, nobody was able to keep that speed. So I just like, knew I was doing the right thing probably the right thing because nobody was keeping up. The second mile was pretty much around 438. Then the last mile was pretty much faster than the other. So like just keeping keeping an eye to your competitors, you don't need to do crazy fast. You don't need to deplete your energy. Just you have control of the race, knowing what you do and knowing like if I do 435, what's, what, what time am I expected to do the next two miles? So just like dividing your energy according like to what you have to do. Can you talk about the team aspect of the sport? People think it's really an individual sport, but you, you certainly need your teammates to help you know, set up the race as it progresses. Can you talk about that aspect of it so people kind of understand what, how important or the teammates are in running a race? Definitely, it's, it's totally, totally a team, team, like, teamwork race. Like cross country, when you run, like for me, like being the best guy on the team, I have to watch out where my teammates are. I might be in front, but keeping an eye on the second and third guy, Telling them what to do, telling what pace I am doing, telling like some like I remember the CAS last year. I was doing with Meshak. I could come behind him, ask him how he's feeling, how they, how I can feel like um, like William and Mary or some you know distant guys are feeling. So one of them, if pulls out, I'm like keep going, keep pushing. They're getting tired too. You know the only, you're not the only one who's suffering this. Like I know they're getting tired. We did this together. So like the team aspect keeps you like, when I see my teammate beside me, I know I have to do better, he's here. And I know they look up to me to be there leading in front. So if I see someone from my team close to me, I have to go quicker and quicker so that like keep those points for the team. Uh, last year, you, you had a great year last year and you really culminated it with winning the CA championship, the first ever Hofstra student athlete to do so. Uh, what, what was the feeling as you uh, crossed the finish line there, knowing what you did for yourself, your program, and the university? Oh, it was just an amazing feeling. I, like, I couldn't imagine doing that, being hard like for the last probably four or five weeks. I was able to run, like I did to, I used to do light runs, <laughs> the way he puts them. So I didn't really... You're, Fans don't see it right now. They just made fun of uh, Rick. 
<laughs> so I used to, I didn't used to do like complete training like, like other people used to. So before championship season, it was like two, three weeks when I started running, like full running. So I went to CAS expecting to, like, to do better, but I did not expect to win. So the time we came out of the woods, coming to the finish line, I just see myself in front. I was like, there's no other thing I can do better than this, just, just winning. Seeing the Hofstra, like, men basketball coach, sideline, basketball players, like, being tall, just seen from anywhere, the dunks team. I was just, like, amazing feeling ever. How cool was that? Like, cross country, it's not, you know, it doesn't get all the uh, promotion of every other sport, but seeing how much support that was there for you as you're crossing the finish line, knowing that they're celebrating you and your accomplishment, that was really one of the coolest situations ever, right? Yeah, that was definitely one. Like, the other races were, like, we, uh, we travel out and probably, like, we received the, we didn't have, like, support when we travel, like, for gay, games runs. So that's, like, one of the, the first time we have a run on a campus, like, somewhere we host, and that, that happens. That was so cool to me. Vince, uh, talk about the same feeling, uh, that question I asked Alex, uh, that crossing that finish line feeling. What, what did it mean for, like, you personally and the program, which, I mean, you, you've done an amazing job since you've been here, uh, and really the culmination was Alex winning the CA title for Hofstra. What, what kind of feelings did you have then? I was so proud of Alex, and, like, the biggest thing, kind of like he said, was the battling adversity. You know, he was out most of the season, and he could have taken that one or two ways, and instead of, you know, having kind of negative feelings about it, he just went after it. Uh, he, was, he was in PT every day. He was still supporting his teammates. He was still keeping a positive mindset. You know, we took Meshach to pre-nationals, which was going to be a meet where they were both supposed to run. And uh, Meshach had, like, one of his breakout performances. And one of the greatest parts about watching it was seeing Alex on the side, just spinning his arm around, running from spot to spot, cheering him. He probably shouldn't have been running from spot to spot because he was still coming back from the injury. Uh, but he was just so hyped up for his teammate. Um, and there was actually a couple of occasions when, you know, he was sidelined during that season where he was doing the same thing and for both the men's and the women's team. And so, you know, we'd be like, okay, Alex, maybe don't jog because you are, you are a little hurt. But he couldn't even, he, he's, he was still doing it because he wanted to support his teammates. Um, so to be able to come out in that race, his plan going in was to help his teammate win and then try to, try to get it second. Um, but then as uh, the guy from William Mary, Mungordi, started coming on them, I think he realized, all right, like, I got to go win this. Um, so to see him do it under those conditions, you know, and to respond that way, and then to see how well, like, him and his teammates were received by the other student-athletes. You know, he crossed the finish line, and like he said, the first people he saw was the men's basketball team. You know, a professional basketball player now from that group. And they lifted him up, and he's not too heavy, so he's pretty easy to lift up. And, uh, you know, I see Alex being lifted up by these, you know, 6'5", 6'6", guys, and he's flexing. And it was just such a special moment to see, I, 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 you know, him being there and, and doing it for his team uh, and, and doing it the hard way. Uh, I was just really, really proud of him. So when, we, when Stephen and I meet with folks um, and, uh, on the podcast, we, we, it's important for us that they get to know you guys in the non... Oh, here we go. I, I'm ready for this. Yeah, the non-competitive world. So I'm going to start off easy because you're our, you're our first student-athlete guest, just so you know that, um, Alex. Um, and co when we get over to coach, we'll get a little harder, but then you'll be able to answer these questions too. So when you guys aren't coaching or running, what are the things you enjoy doing that are not running? Or coaching. Oh, so I guess for like while I'm here in school, so many things I do. Probably off season I do play soccer a little bit and play into basketball. Should we talk to Richie Nuttall? Do you want us to try out for that team next? Oh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. 
probably after this, after my graduation, but no, no. <laughs> so um, apart from that. How about at home? If you're at home and you're not running, what are the things you enjoy doing? Um, traveling. I like traveling around with my family, friends, just like going out for places, like new places. Vince? Same question. Same question. Yeah. Uh, so we spend a lot of time revolved around running. Uh, my wife is my college teammate, so often we're talking about running, we're running, we're looking for places to run. Uh, but what's great about it is like where it brings us, you know, like the different people. And the you didn't follow through the question, though. The question, is, the question was, when you're not running, what do you enjoy doing? I really like football. I love college football. I love the NFL. love everything about it. So that's, that's one of the things that I, I, like, to, I like to follow. Um, but there really is, there's most things somehow are tied to running, but then we can, you know, find things that, you know, whether it's bringing you to different places, enjoying those things uh, is important. Alex, I have a question that I'm sure everyone wants to know. The moment you got off the plane coming to America for the first time, what was the first real, like, American food you had that you were like, I have to have, whether it was pizza, McDonald's, Hot dog. What, what, what was it, and what did you think of it? So when I came first, like, I didn't have, like, cash on me, like, money to spend outside campus. So the only time I had to taste food was pizza because it was free and school, cafeteria. Did you like the pizza? I liked it because it was cheese and probably, like, then the common pizza that everywhere. Uh, opposite question. First time you went to Kenya, Vince, what was the first thing you had, and what did you think of it? And if you need to explain what it was, since... Please let us know. Uh, so the, the best thing and the first thing I had was chapati. Uh, I'd heard a lot about two dishes, chapati and ugali. Uh, and chapati is kind of like almost, almost like somewhere between a pancake and a tortilla. Um, and it's, just, it's so good. And you eat it with different kinds of meats. Um, one of the things, actually, when I went to Alex's house to visit him, and we spent eight hours there on a, on a home visit, and uh, they, they made me this, this nice meal. I, I don't really know. The whole family or who in the house? Probably like Probably like three sisters, two little brothers, um, not the whole family, but a, but a bunch of them. Um, and uh, you know, I put I, I like hot sauce a lot. I, I put I put the hot sauce on, but the hot sauce that was at Alex's house was a lot hotter than what I was used to. <laughs> so I started turning red and sweating. And then I, I hear uh, Alex talking to his sister Lynette, and not in English in Swahili. Uh, I think making a joke about me, and they all started laughing at me. Uh, Alex, can you elaborate on that uh, story? Uh, so, like, it was when he started first putting the sauce, we thought probably, like, these guys, like, guards to do that. Like, we need hot sauce. <laughs> so it's just, like, we're waiting to see the reaction. So, like, the first reaction, you see, like, him struggling, trying to eat, but you could say because he's scared probably, like, the first time being in, like, family of other, like, outside people, you know, so. You, was, thought, he, you thought he was just trying to be nice to you guys, eating whatever you put on the table? Yeah, I thought he was trying to, but at the same time, I, was, I thought probably, you know, like, that guy who, like, like hot sauce so much. <laughs> I finished my meal. I, it, was, it was very tough, but I made sure to finish it. And you, that's a meal you've enjoyed since? You've been back, you've been twice now, uh, right? Three times, yeah. No, and I, and I love the meal. I just put way too much of that hot sauce on. I think a, a few drops would have been good, and I, I just went a little overboard. So if you guys were able to take a trip anywhere, which is, I love your answer, Alex, because you're going to be able to get this, but you too, Coach, <clears throat> and it's not about running. I want to make sure Coach understands. Again, not about running. Following the instructions here, outside of the athletic experience, it, a place, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and who would it be with? Uh, if I would go to a place, I would choose to the Caribbeans probably because it's warm. I like warm places. And probably I would choose to go with my mother. You beat that. Come on, Vince. 
I'd, I'd like to go to um, Hawaii with my wife Paige. We were going to go there on our honeymoon, but then it was uh, a, a lot less, so we went to Costa Rica. Uh, we were actually just watching a surfing movie last night about Hawaii, and so we'd like to go there and check out some of like the, the nature there. Uh, on the same kind of question, uh, have you had a chance to, in your two years in New York, have you had a chance to experience as a tourist a little bit in the New York City, and what, what, have you, what have you liked and what have you visited? Oh, I've, I've been there a couple of times, but every time I'm there, like, it's just like amazing to me. Like I stay, I, like sometimes I go home summer, when I come back, I feel like I'm in a, a new place again. Like the buildings, the way it's busy, like, like it's just amazing to me. Like everything is new and at the same time, like just being here for two years, then like going to the city, just like the dream world of everybody to be in New York. Like, you know, I just see myself one day, like being able to work there probably, I don't know. Or, or running there. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your academic experience. Can you talk about what your major is and tell us how you have found your academic experience at Hofstra and, and what do you hope to do one day? So uh, I'm, I'm a criminology major. I, well, I, when I came here, I was, before I was criminal justice, it's probably the same thing. But like I came here, I found my academic advisor at that time was Michelle. She was cool. She was quite like introducing me to new people, new in uh, the resource center building. Like I met so many people from, and they told me probably like criminology is one of the best things you should do. I should not change my major. So for now, I don't, I'm, I don't see myself working as after college. I, I want to do professional running first, and probably I'll join either the like police forces or at least do a master's degree probably to do court attendance or something like that. So, you know, you got the chance um, with Coach. We got to visit with the president of the university, President Rabinowitz, who was so excited um, with your success. And, you know, it was really nice to watch that interaction because the president and you just seemed to hit it off really well. Um, the president certainly likes to win in everything we do, academically, athletically, and raising money for students and, and building Hofstra. And, and certainly he has, he has told you how proud he was of, of your accomplishment. What was it like to sit with the president? And, and I think you kind of talked to him about, you know, this upcoming year. And he joked and said, of course, winning's great, but he really says just be your very best, and that's, that's good enough for him. And, but what was that like meeting President Rabinowitz? So at first when I met you and we had, we had to walk, uh, drive to that to to see the president, I thought it would be just like hand over, like just take the ring and give it to him. But when I reached there, he's like kind of friendly guy. It's just like they, he stood up, started cracking jokes a little bit and say something. Like, like, it was cool. I could imagine like, someone at the highest level in this university just talking to someone probably met for the first time in that cool manner. So like I felt, I don't know, just like those common feelings, like good feelings that you feel at once, just like the respect too, like, I'm respecting that guy, but like the respect gives you again, like so, so like respectable for that. And then for the for the uh, promises I did, I remember it was like I wanted to like do better, but not like pressure. I don't want to give you pressure, but I promised him I'm going to bring CAs back home, and definitely going to regionals and do better than last year, of which I I want to qualify for nationals. So, Alex, you had, like you said, you had a great year last year, and you can just see how humble of a person you are about your successes. Uh, this year has been a remarkable year for you, you uh, maybe one of the most remarkable in Hofstra athletics history. Uh, do, you, do you sit back and realize 
kind of the success you've had with how well you did it to Paul Short and winning three straight, the winning the Princeton, the Stony Brook Invitational, and then, you know, leading into what's going to follow now. Do, do you sit back and realize the successes you've had and how, how great it's been in, despite how humble you are? So I can't say I sit back and relax or something like that. Like now that gives me confidence, like my confidence building up. It's not like like season I was out out for long. So now like I race against my like Northeast regionals, people will be the same people I'm racing now, probably the same people will be there. So it gives me more confidence. And now like I realize CAs is coming and probably I still have the same kind of weight in my shoulders. But the only difference now like compared to last season is that I have to I have to be better than last year. Like that's my goal to set every time. I want to set I set new goals every time. So like winning CS last year probably and not doing well, so well in the regionals. I think this time I'm ready for the task and I'm confident I'm going to do it better this way. Okay, couple quick fun questions before Rick finishes up here. Uh, Alex, you're, well, let's start with Vince here. So you just spoke. Vince, your favorite sports team uh, in the world? New York Jets, which is tough. Well, that, that, that's a tough answer. And you didn't, you didn't hesitate there at all. I love the Jets. All my friends growing up were all Jets fans, and we, we, we share in the uh, struggles together. Alex, your favorite sports team, whether it's in America or in, in the world? Arsenal. Oh, you, you didn't hesitate either. That's a, better, that's a better answer than the New York Jets, just pinging here. Definitely is a better answer. <laughs> Vince, uh, you, you didn't really get that. Me should have rethought that one. Said like something else. I am an Arsenal fan, and we made a deal that if Alex, uh, if Alex came here, I'd become an Arsenal fan. Uh, but the Jets are, that, that's who I grew up with. Rick, back to you. So, a couple things. Um, Vince, one question before I, I kind of give um, my parting remarks for Alex is um, you know, this, this last year we, um, we started sponsoring um, spring men's and women's track. And this year we are starting to sponsor men's and women's winter track. Um, and obviously that means uh, certainly there's a focus on distance running and, and providing a vehicle for our athletes to participate and compete in three seasons. You know, your roster has grown very quickly. You want to talk a little bit about that process, what it means to Hofstra, what it means to our, our cross country and track and field programs, um, and get your, your opinion on it. Yeah, uh, that was something that uh, I'm just so thankful that you, the president, the board of trustees, and, and everyone, whether Rachel August, J.R. Tinian, um, who stepped up and, and kind of got that across the finish line, was, was such a big deal for our program. You know, the three sports really are, are pretty much one, just different seasons. And, you know, whether you're a high school runner or a college runner or a professional runner, you usually compete, you know, over the course of the year in all three as a distance runner. Um, so it's always something that was an obstacle for us. We never let it be an excuse, uh, but it was an obstacle. Uh, and so we were just so happy that we, we finally had the, um, you know, the vehicle to then like have the full, the full three seasons. And one of the special things about adding it uh, that I felt like was so unique at Hofstra and even other coaches from other schools commented on like how they were surprised in the, the way everyone joined in and in, uh, getting it off the ground was that you know, all the other coaches here and the other student athletes from other teams they joined. And that they was were, the coolest part, right? All the, all the other student-athletes that ran for your program. It was, it was incredible. Uh, and, you know, our, our team, even just getting out to the club fair and recruiting on campus and, you know, people from campus joining, whether it's from the dance team or from the club running team. Um, and then, like I said, all the other student-athletes, you know, I think Lucy Shepard probably has our 100-meter school record right now at around, like, 13.5. 
Um, Richie's son, Jack Nuttall, ran the 100. Not as fast as Lucy did, but we, he still he gave it his best. Luca Tosh and Felix, they came to a race, and they were talking smack to each other. I think uh, they were asking Alex for some, like, really asking Alex for advice. Like, even though it was just something that they, you know, we needed them to, to help with, they took it seriously, and they wanted to still give their best effort. Felix went out a little fast, and Luca, like, took a lot of joy in that. Um, but it was just such a, a special thing to witness how many people got around it and, and got it to take off because without that, it, wouldn't, it would not have been even close to possible. So, Alex, we want you to know, first, we're thrilled that you are our first student-athlete on the, on the podcast because, um, you know, you, you are just a, a unique athlete in the sense of somebody who accomplishes what you have accomplished and what we know you will, whether it be at Hofstra or thereafter during your professional, what we feel will be eventually your professional career. We just want to say a couple things. One, thanks for representing Hofstra um, the way you do. Um, you know, while we are hopeful for you um, as you complete your career here, we want you to know that regardless, you have set a expectation of performance and set a standard at Hofstra that is just so high um, and so the right way. So we want to say, as we say good luck, and as you finish, finish strong, know that your best is good enough for us. As much as we love winning, we're more prideful that we have people like you um, wearing the Hofstra uniform and representing our institution. But enjoy the rest of, of your journey as a collegiate athlete, and we'll be cheering for you as you defend your title. Um, but thank you for all you do for Hofstra. Um, you make us proud, and you will continue to make us proud. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, Vince. Thank you, Alex Masai, uh, Vince Giambanco, for joining us today on the Director's Cut with Hofstra University Vice President and Director of Athletics, Rick Cole, Jr. You were a joy to get to know a little better today, and I hope the Hofstra uh, community really enjoys this. Uh, Alex is a joy to be around and really a special person, and uh, thank you all for joining us today. Fans, thank you once again for joining us on the Director's Cut with Hofstra University Vice President and Director of Athletics, Rick Cole, Jr. Thank you once again to head cross-country and track coach Vince Giambanco and student-athlete Alex Masai for joining us on this week's episode. And one, as always, we uh, please follow Hofstra Athletics on GoHofstra.com and our various social media channels. And go Pride!